Good evening and welcome to another edition of Rev. My name is Lori Enright and we are so excited that you've joined us for the next 30 minutes. At any time, if you have any questions you'd like for us to answer, send us a quick email to rev, R-E-V, at eaglecountryonline.com. Special thanks to Mark Kreimer and our friends at Kreimer's Beer House for making the show possible. Visit the Beer House for lunch or dinner seven days a week on State Route 128 in Cleves. David Vaughn here, Sunday night, 7 o'clock, Rev. What an honor and a blessing and a privilege to speak into your home, on your deck, in your car. Maybe you listen on your computer, you podcast this, I don't know. Whatever it is, however you get the information and the inspiration, we want to thank you for taking 30 minutes out of your life every Sunday night to rev up your week, end of one week, beginning of another with us. On the show last Sunday night, I had Jody Bergen, a good friend and partner in ministry, to talk a little bit about grief. And also, Jody is really one of the smartest people in the room. When it comes to some counseling, uh, Christian counseling, I've always had to have somebody like Jody around me because I'm like the worst pastoral counselor ever. I've always had to have somebody who's really, really good. And so I uh, delegated a lot of those things. And a church our size, all of us need counseling. I want to talk a little bit about Christian counseling, maybe addiction. If we have time, I want Jody to unpack a new program that we just uh, did a kind of a beta test for last uh, uh, spring, and we're going to reintroduce in the fall that those of you in Eagle Country will love. Here's my question for you in Eagle Country. How many of y'all listen to this and you just got finished fighting with your spouse, your significant other, you're so ticked off right now, so maybe you got banished to the car or the deck, or you're on the way to the bar to drink down your sorrow. This show is not a coincidence. This is Providence. I know you're mad. I know you're upset. So... Welcome to the counseling office of Jody Bergen and David Vaughn right here. Now, Lori can chime in a little bit, too. She's uh, been down a few of those relational roads herself. But uh, we won't have her share all that. Okay. So, Jody, we're in the office. Talk to us a little bit, first of all, before specifically on marriage. I've been to Christian counseling. Now, I'm a pastor. Most of my life pretty much together. i got some stuff that's really messed up. I'm... I, you know, I try to tell people I'm just a, a sinner saved by grace who happens to be a preacher, a sinner. <laughs> and, you know, one lady said, well, you know, Dave, we have had other preachers tell us they're sinners, but you're the first one we believed. <laughs> <laughs> so talk to me about the value. I think everybody ought to go to a yeah. Christian. I obviously have a, a bias that uh, Christian-based values counselor is good, but I'm an advocate of all counseling. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that, David. Yeah. Uh, I'm a fan. Uh, We don't talk long in my relationship with anybody before uh, I I begin to suggest that they consider counseling. So uh, it's nothing to be afraid of. It doesn't mean you're a loser or you're some lunatic. If you kind of give up yourself and go to a counselor that can help you navigate through tough times, I'm a fan. I think uh, each of us at one point or another need to consider uh, the help of a Christian counselor. So it's no shame. Uh, in fact, the best people that go in their careers have coaches. Yeah, and Christian counselors are kind of like uh, wonderfully educated listeners and coaches in a lot of ways. It's true in most every discipline, David. A football player can't excel without yeah. the right coach. 
uh, business individual grows and matures much better with a mentor, a coach, mm-hmm. to help them grow in their business skills. It's the same with just navigating through life. There's some things we just are not smart enough or experienced enough to figure out on our own. So coming alongside someone with more experience and skills to help us navigate those tough times, yeah. uh, that can be in, just invaluable. And I've noticed I'm just not objective. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just not. Uh, I have biases, fears, drivers, this shadow self part of us that we don't even know. I've, I heard somebody say, what's it like to be on the other side of me? Well, what a great question to ask. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, if you talk to my wife or my staff, or they might, I might not like to answer to that question because <laughs> we're kind of me-oriented and think the world revolves around us. So I think Christian counseling helps you. So those of you in Eagle Country, anybody have any relational problems, disconnect? You, you seem to have some problems. Maybe it's a, it's a marriage, but it might be with kids. It might be a, a, a relational breakdown somewhere else. There, there may be a distance between you and others in your, in your family. Uh, so if we were to come in to talk with you, let's just say it's a marital situation, both kind of need to be willing to sit down. Would you say that's true? Yeah, it, it takes two to really make progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Yep. Oftentimes uh, you'll get one individual or the other that's ready to reach out for some help, but the other is dragging their heels, they're more resistant, Uh, to engage in some kind of a restoring process. Uh, But if both people will show up, you know, then you've got a great chance of success. And keep showing up. It it takes a number of conversations and dialogues to begin to make progress. Usually out the door, uh, you're just kind of tying their hands behind their back and not letting them wail away at each other. Learning how to fight fair. (laughs) Right. There's some rules for engagement. Getting everything out on the table. You're trying to get an accurate picture from both perspectives of what really is happening, what's going on. And you alluded to blind spots, David, in your lead-up to that question. Uh, That's so common in a marital conflict situation for one or the other not to really understand uh, why this is such a difficult issue. Uh, I've said it like this in the past. What uh, may be a, a little stone or a pebble for you is a big boulder for mm. Donna. Mm. So you may not have a tr- trouble with a specific. Let's move on from David and Donna <laughs> if we could. I, before my wife calls in and confirms exactly what you said. Uh, yeah, it ain't the truth, though. Yeah. Our perspective is everything. And uh, I think there's a lot of estrangement in relationships because we think we know what the problem is or we project our own issues into that one. So couples, it's always helpful to come together. Obviously, we do counsel folks individually, Mm -hmm. but usually you leading up to a a resolution meeting of some kind where people can come, both come and talk about it, probably deeply wounded. Uh, Forgiveness, isn't that usually, I hate that, but isn't that always usually part of the you know, it is. The road? We, we can have a, an hour conversation just on what forgiveness is and what it mm. is not. Mm. But after you've clearly defined the problem, which a good Christian counselor can help you to do, then you devise a game plan for moving forward. Mm. And as you've articulated, often it's maybe some individual dialogues with a counselor, with a spouse or the husband, and individual conversations with the gal, and you make some progress individually with the goal of coming back together again for some 
uh, three-way dialogues once you've made a little bit of progress and uh, the temperature in the room has kind of settled down and yeah. things aren't quite as intense. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling you, I, I any of y'all having marriage problems out here listening, I, could I just encourage you to not say the word divorce so quickly? Mm-hmm. You know, I know that there's a lot of issues, a lot of hurt, and obviously it, sometimes inevitably people get divorced. It's not the unpardonable sin. I think it is a sin but for so mm-hmm. many reasons, but it's not the unforgivable sin. Right. You can be forgiven, but boy, just slow that train down. Uh, I heard one old guy say there's two processes that should not start prematurely, embalming and divorce. <laughs> you know, and in light of our last Rev Radio show, that's a good sink for you. That's a good so segue. we would encourage you. We have a great ministry at the church called Thrive Point, yeah. and you can find that through our Life Center and look at that through whitewatercrossing.org. Do some searching around there at our church uh, and at any one time, we have a lot of us, staff included, who are going through and processing these wonderful uh, Thrive Point counselors. There are other good Christian counseling organizations in town that if you'll email us, we could certainly get you in touch with. Um, and competent Christian counseling, I'm, I'm a fan. Uh, so if you're having some problem, there is hope. I think the easiest things walk away. But if it's inevitable, see if you agree with this, Jody, if it's inevitable that you're going to split up, separate, divorce, whatever, at least learn something as you close that door because it's been my experience, you carry the same problems into the next relationship if you don't figure out the shadow self blind spots of you. Would that that be true? Yeah, that's a lot of coaching I give to uh, couples when I'm remarrying individuals that have been divorced in the past. Usually the first question I ask them or I ask them to ask one another Mm. is what did you learn, you know, from that process? Uh, Have you gone to school? Have you really understood what you contributed to that Mm. relational failure? So that's the starting point, David. If a relationship does end up splintering and separating and, and divorcing ultimately, then there's still an awful lot to learn so you don't bring drag those same habit patterns into another relationship. You, you, I take it you're a fan of premarital counseling. Yeah, very much so. Guys hate that, you know. <laughs> Got to share my feelings. Uh, most of us guys haven't been taught a very good skill set to make us great husbands. We learn it more through the school of hard knocks. Yeah, or, and, mo- or role models that are probably not the most <laughs> not positive great. and productive. So we have to learn how to communicate effectively. Uh, You've said that before. Uh, I'm sure uh, Donna has said to you, as Paula said to me, don't fix it, Jody. Just hear me. Just listen. So listening and communicating effectively is uh, one of the skills, I think, that we have to learn in premarital counseling. Maybe you gave me a phrase or somebody probably saved many of my relationships. How can I best be there for you right now? Yeah. That's a great. You guys that are listening on Eagle Country, I just saved you so much grief. So next time things start to get a little heated and you're trying to fix it, and just say, "Honey, how can I best be here for you right now? Do you just want me to listen? Do you, just, do you want me to do anything? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a great question. What's yeah. a win for you? You know, in this. So guys hate probably premier, but are not the stats like still astronomically high for success rate after a marriage when they've been through premarital? Is that true? Is that like an yeah. urban legend? I don't remember what the stance are, yeah. but I have heard that before, David. Yeah. Yeah. Your chances of successful relationship 
increase exponentially yeah. if you just yeah. have a little bit of time prior to your marriage to talk through some core basic foundation building things. Yeah. All right, let's talk about this transition just a bit because okay. this might have to do with why relationships break down or get estranged. You do and have done a lot of counseling with the addiction area. We got some wonderful programs, Celebrate Recovery. Probably good good to have some of our Celebrate Recovery people in here sometime to talk about that wonderful ministry at Whitewater Crossing. But uh, talk to me about the role of addiction. Just, and we don't have time to probe too deeply, but would you say that's a contributor to a lot of relational breakdown in marriage? It might be pornography addiction, drug addiction, alcohol. I, b- I bet that's just like not helpful. <clears throat> David, I'll give you just a, a touch of my background that will uh, give us the opportunity to springboard and talk about that. Uh, I'm a longtime pastor, been involved in the ministry field for some 35 years. Uh, for a large part of those first 25 years, I had these secret issues going on in my life that I was very skilled at hiding. Uh, no one knew about it, and it was affecting me in ways that I didn't fully understand at the time. It was really affecting the way I related to my spouse, uh, the way I treated other people. Uh, For me, my hidden core closet issues were pornography. I'd been actively involved even as uh, a full-time pastor. When that got exposed, life just exploded for me, David. Uh, But it forced, it catapulted me through kind of a reshaping, reforming process in my life. I had to go after the core issues that caused me to turn to something so inappropriate as pornography. And then I had to learn new skills in coping with life, uh, and that helped me to maintain freedom from pornography. But addictions like pornography, uh, it's a very similar process with those of drugs or alcohol or workaholism or uh, any number of addictive behaviors we can find ourselves caught in the trap of. But the solution is common and that's understanding the core reasons, yeah. is building a the skill root, set. The root issue, not the fruit issue. The root issue yeah. of any addiction is a person's inability to cope with life, and they teach themselves to numb out pain or to elevate pleasurable mm. feelings with some uh, substance or behavior, uh, some activity. For yeah, me, it was now, pornography. Other people, absolutely. it's alcoholism. I would say, as I talk to the men in our congregation, and I think women sometimes also deal with that, uh, those listening tonight in Eagle Country, I'm telling you, if if you, especially a man, are struggling with the, the chains of, of pornography, let me tell you, there is a way out, but it, it is hard work. Yeah. And uh, it is sabotaging. It is poisoning. It's toxic to any relationship you're in for lots of reasons. And so uh, Celebrate Recovery, and then there are some specialty men's groups and even software and other kinds of things that you can do for needed accountability. You're not alone. Uh, And I think a lot of guys in our culture struggle with that. We just don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. And it's probably just as prevalent in the church as out so, because when much. I preach about it or I use it as an illustration, it gets real quiet in mm-hmm. the worship center. We got a pretty big worship center. The latest statistics I've seen, David, would include about fifty percent of the male population has some level of involvement with pornography, and the yeah. statistics are true within the church walls as well yeah. as outside the church walls. It starts so young, I think, because oh, of the does. technology. I mean, you used to have to go down the street to a store. 
you know, but now yeah. it's just one click away. So That's parents right. are pretty naive not to think their kids are in that world in a variety of ways. And instinctively, I just wanted to underscore your thinking, David, that uh, you don't recover in isolation. Mm, I've true. never known. Uh, David, look, I've worked in that field for many years. I've written books for men, sold them mm. nationally, traveled around the country speaking on this topic. I've never met a single man who has recovered alone. Mm. You have to get within a group of other men that can understand, mm. speak your language, then you find the energy, camaraderie. Uh, you hmm. find the support you need to go through a recovery process. You're only as sick as your secret. There That's you what we would say, celebrate recovery. And uh, everybody has some propensity for addiction of some kind. All the roots, I think, are the same. So uh, when I get stressed out, those those chocolate donuts look so good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, when I get stressed out, uh, you know, there's everybody. They have something that there's their, their go-to. And all, all of us are in need of grace. And God does cover, does he not? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, 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 we talked about forgiveness a little bit. But I think the, the shame and the guilt the evil one puts upon us when we're in secret sin is, is one of the reasons it needs to come into the light. Yeah. Uh, because we almost feel like we can't be forgiven. If God really knew what I did, Mm-hmm. There's no way this. Do you guys at church should stone me? I know you guys don't deal mm-hmm. with that. I mean, that's the mentality that people yeah. put in. The devil puts in our mind. I think King David, one of the most popular biblical characters, mm-hmm. meets every diagnostic criteria mm-hmm. for a man who's uh, defined as a sexual addict. Mm-hmm. Uh, he meets every one of them, mm-hmm. and God still referred to David as the man after His own heart. And what a great observation! Yeah, yeah. So there is hope. Yeah, there, there, is, there hope. is hope. There is yeah, life and, on the other side of that. Absolutely. So I, I think, again, uh, Lori, uh, this is not just a man, ad, uh, you know, addiction. I think women struggle with an uh, eagle country with similar. It may not be pornography uh, to that degree, but it, it's something. It might be the pursuit of perfection. It mm-hmm. might be a shopping. It might. I, I mean, I don't know what it is. I think most of our gals, if you would ask them, what is your addiction? Uh, that would be it. D- d- this is true. I think I had a, a, a lady who had her pocketbook stolen, and the husband decided not to report it because the thief was charging less than her on her credit cards. That's it. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. So you whatever you, I'll get an e- I'll get email about that. Anyway, I, I think this is a, is not a gender exclusive, uh, yeah. and so this Christian counseling, this this doing life together, this community, this this. Um, bringing that which is in the dark into the light. Uh, I mean, it's great to be able to talk to somebody like you referenced, Lori, Jody, or someone Mm -hmm. who will, and I think good Christian counselors, they won't judge you. Right. They're not shocked. Could I just tell you all in Eagle Country? Right. Pastors and Christian counselors, they're not shocked that you have problem with sin. I mean, that's the, we're in the bad business. I, I could say sometimes I'm surprised, but I'm never shocked. You know, I might be disappointed. I'm disappointed in me. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's none of us perfect. Uh, God, all sinners saved by grace, come out from the dark into the light because I'm telling you, it's a better life. It's a better way to live. And you'll never still be perfect. You're just forgiven. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference. So, I, And I think what people are looking for today is not perfection. It's authenticity. 
Uh, and people don't go to church because they think that's they're just holier than now people in there, and they they're going to stone me. And but I'm telling you, the gospels are the story of Jesus moving people from disgrace because of His grace. And God's grace is always greater than our disgrace. And you got good men and women like Jody and others who help people process this, whatever it is, in counseling venues. So all the Christian counselors in Eagle Country area, I think you all owe me some money anyway, because there may be some people coming your way. I want a little kickback for our capital (laughs) campaign. But anyway, uh, in the few remaining minutes we have here, Jody, I want to talk a little bit about Alpha. Yeah. Because uh, in Eagle Country, uh, we hear about it at church, too. We got questions. Mm -hmm. So tell me what is Alpha and uh, the beta test, kind of the, we just did a first round, Mm -hmm. because I think Lori and I are interested in that the next go round. (laughs) What is that? Hey, David, Alpha, hey, if you get me talking about that, we'll be here all evening. I thought so. Uh, Alpha is something that I really love and believe in. Uh, Alpha is basically a course but it's an opportunity where you can come and ask questions about life and about the Christian faith. Uh, So a typical Alpha evening is set up like this, David. Uh, First of all, there's food. Food's always a good starting point. Good start. I was sold on it before food, but now (laughs) you said that. Now, that just puts you over the edge, didn't it? A great hot meal. Uh, Folks from our church provide it, or some of our restaurant owners provide meals for us. We have a great meal together, and we sit around tables, just hang out together and build Mm. friendships and Mm. relationships. Then there's a film. Mm. Alpha is a a worldwide organization. They produce Mm. some very creative uh, I've seen some of them. They're films. great videos. They're just yeah. first class. They're really stimulating. And they're all about the basics of faith. Hmm. For example, one might be, who is Jesus? Another might be, what's the Bible all about? Or what's hmm. faith all about? I had an old football coach that told me that uh, success comes from mastering the basics. Hmm. And that's what Alpha is. It kind of rehearses the basics of the Christian faith. So you have food, then you have a film. Uh, the third component is the final component of the evening. That's just where you're knotted up into smaller groups, mm-hmm. and you just process things that you've seen on the film. Mm-hmm. You'll have a trained facilitator at your table, and you'll be with these folks over the course of 10 weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you'll have a safe environment where it's okay to ask anything, say anything. David, just this past mm-hmm. time, we had a, a guy that on the very first night, uh, this guy was a military guy, and he said, uh, there is no way God could ever forgive me for the things I did in the military. Just no way. And he said it with his teeth grinding in the back and uh, very staunch in his conviction that God couldn't love him or couldn't forgive him. Over the course of that time, Randy said uh, a lot of other things that were uh, shock and awe kind of things, uh, of things that he had experienced and seen. But no one judged him. No one told him to stop coming. It was a friendly, safe place for him to express his frustrations. And over time, God met him in a dynamic way and literally just changed the whole trajectory of his life. I heard about that story. I think we captured that on video, we too, did, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, and that's just one of dozens of stories I could describe. So for people who have questions, it's a safe place, and any questions allowed. Any questions allowed. And we're doing it in the context of community, right? and it's usually the same people in your group, so there's a building yep. of trust there. Yeah. And, and Alpha is the first letter of the Greek 
mm-hmm. alphabet. So from it's the, like the starting point, so to speak. Yeah. So we'll launch this what September ish, October the tenth, yeah. Monday evening. Again, you can uh, hit our church website yeah. Yeah. and uh, do a little uh, search on there for Alpha, and it'll lead you to all the details and how to register right there online. Yeah, Lori, that sounds exciting, doesn't it? Because I think sometimes uh, people th- th- they have questions, but they're kind of embarrassed to ask them, or they think I should know that. Or all those people down there at that church, that big church down there on 128, you know they know everything. Well, let me tell you, we don't. I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm like asking, what do, you, what do you think that means right there? So, again, if you come, prepare to be underwhelmed with the messages. But the people are awesome at the church, and there's so much way, so many ways to f- take one step further, and that would be my encouragement to you in Eagle Country. Whatever and wherever you are, Relationally, spiritually, financially, uh, with whatever addiction it is, take one step closer to God, the Bible, the church. Take the next right step. And we're here to applaud the next right steps in your life. But Alpha is going to be great, uh, and, and you, you can link that. I'm sure that it's a still a little early probably for sign-up. But, I mean, we filled up last time. Do we have, like, a we waiting did. list? Yeah, we had to do a waiting list because we had so many people wanting to go through it. Yeah, yeah. So I think Alpha will, will help a lot of us in Eagle Country. Uh, and let me tell you just quickly about uh, the guy that sponsors our show, because we talk to him from time to time, Mark Kramer. You know Mark. And everything that we have just described uh, tonight, Mark has just walked right through. He's a man's man. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Rather have Mark as a friend than an enemy, I can tell you right now. (laughs) But he has walked through relational things, business things, financial things, physical things, family things. Uh, Mark's in my small group. There's community. The questions that Mark asks about God, the Bible, the church, a lot of those alpha questions. It's so refreshing when someone asks that from a, a, a pure heart. Uh, it's said of one of the guys that was close to Jesus, uh, I think it was Nathaniel, in whom there is no guile. Uh, and Mark is that kind of guy. So this radio broadcast, renewed for another year, I'm happy to announce tonight, uh, is due to the generosity of Mark. And uh, I don't know where the Rev Radio Show will go each week. That's why we want you to tune in. As you, as you say, we, our goal is to rev up your week, end of one week, beginning of another. Uh, communicate, inspire, conspire with you with what God's up to. And we'll have guests, and sometimes it'll just be me and Lori. And, but we hopefully God shows up. And we are indebted to Mark Crimer for his generosity uh, and his love of people so stop on 128. That's what I'm saying. Stop at the at church on Sunday morning, 9.30, 11.15, any Sunday. You'll be welcome. And then after church, head on down to 128 there, right on the interstate. Stop at lunch. You get fed twice, fed spiritually, fed physically. And uh, Mark Crimer will serve you up some great – it's packed there. By the way, and they've go, got the outdoor. They got area a great outdoor area. River, it's beautiful. I've done weddings out there. Uh, I've done uh, events and parties out there. Uh, I, I am. You may show up and see me singing there sometime. That'd really drive down his business. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we appreciate Mark, and 
Jody, thank you for being on these last two shows. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for letting me hang out with you and Laurie. Uh, yeah. Enjoy the time together. Thanks. Yeah, it's been good. So let's uh, let's just kind of pray here and uh, and kind of walk us out this edition of Rev. God, we come to you. Thank you for Lori and Jody, and I thank you for every single person that's listening here in Eagle Country. I I know based on the subjects we've just briefly talked about that uh, there's someone listening today that that resonates with. So I pray this message, these topics, uh, these subjects would just cascade through that radio airwave into people's hearts. God, you use this for good. I'm claiming that someone listening to this show tonight will find their way to our church or another Bible-believing church and make their next right step, that pathway back to you. Thank you for grace instead of disgrace. Thank you, God, that uh, you are a good God, even though we may not always realize it. You are there, and you are good all the time. And so uh, I pray for those listening that they might uh, somehow be compelled to seek out a friend or someone for their problem. And God, we're all in this world together, and we're in this community together. So we're thankful for the time here, thankful for Mark. We are love Eagle Country. Thank you for their partnership in spreading not only country music, uh, but in spreading the good news of the gospel of Jesus. And it's in his name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, it's good to be with you again. I hope you have a good Monday. June is here. Oh, my gosh. And, Laura, you may notice my, my birthday's coming up in July. Be thinking now what you want to get for me. Hmm. July the 8th, I like Starbucks cards, top golf gift cards. You are shameless. You know shameless. <laughs> Those in Eagle Country, I would accept something. But anyway, regardless, we want to give you something. I want something for you, not something from you. And we would love for you to tune in every week and, of course, see us at Whitewater Crossing. Till we meet again next Sunday night at 7, David Vaughn, Lori, Jody, have a great week. We'll see you next time on Rev. Thank you so much for joining us tonight on Rev. David and I pray that this show has revved up your life, your faith, and your work week. Find out more about Sunday service times, youth programs, and how to plan your visit to Whitewater Crossing at whitewatercrossing.org and click on the New Here tab. Our show is blessed by Crimer's Beer House on State Route 128 in Cleves. I'm Lori Enright. Please join us next Sunday at 7 p.m. for Rev with Pastor David Vaughn, only on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3.